in the book of Revelation. Chapter 3, verse 4, Jesus spoke to the seven churches by the angel of the Lord. Sardis was a very bad situation. But Jesus says even in Sardis, some are worthy. Recently, I had an idea come to me, and I believe it was of God. I had recorded several podcasts ahead, was several weeks ahead in the recordings. I had written several things for the blog several weeks ahead, and then I turned to God and just said, now what? Now what do I do? And I just had a very strong desire to write a letter to some of the churches in the area where I live and offer my services to them in exhorting the church. I can't travel physically all over the world, but I can travel by the blog and the books and the podcasts and Twitter all over the world. But I had a desire to do even more, to be there in the room with them. For I know how the word of knowledge works with God. I know he will bring forth things to help some of the people if I can only be there. Well, I think I could do it on a limited basis, one or two meetings a month, upon invitation from local churches. So I prepared a letter, yet not I. I think God led me in the writing of this letter, which I will share with you. We sent this out to approximately a hundred churches in the area where I live. And here is the letter. To pastor and elders, I am currently 83 years old and have served God since 1975 and would like to offer my services to your church group if you see a need I could fulfill. This would be strictly as a volunteer with no financial compensation expected as God has fully provided for all my needs. God has given me a spiritual gift of exhortation for the edifying of his church, Romans 12.8. On August the 5th, 1975, God spoke to me by his Holy Spirit and said, Joan, you know those mistakes you've been making all these years? Those weren't mistakes, those were sins. I was very shocked. I thought I was a Christian at the time because I'd been baptized in water several years before this happened. But now I felt a change had happened inside me. I could feel that I was very different. Although I couldn't explain exactly how I was different until later. 1 Corinthians 3.16 Know ye not that ye are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? 
after this happened to me, I wanted to read the Bible. I wanted to go to church. I wanted to be with other Christians. I really didn't want to be around those people that I had been around before. I just wanted to go to church. I was born again, given by God His Spirit, the Holy Spirit, to live in me and teach me and guide me and show me the will of God. John fourteen twenty six, Jesus says, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. And John sixteen thirteen, Jesus says, Howbeit when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear from God, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Also in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9 through 13, concerning the Holy Spirit. But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man save the Spirit of a man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. And then I continued in this letter that I wrote to the elders and the pastors. A month or so after being born again in 1975, I was asleep in the night and something happened. I was transported into heaven. I knew I was with God and with Christ and with the Holy Spirit, although I saw no physical images. It was a spiritual experience. At that time, I was merged into the body of Jesus, made one with the Word of God, God and the Holy Spirit witnessing. When I awoke, I was really on fire for the Bible and things of God. Then a few nights later, I was transported again into heaven, and the exact same thing happened again as had happened the first time I was taken into heaven. At first, I didn't tell anyone about this, for I thought this happened to all Christians after they were born again. Later, I came to believe it was a call of God on my life. God began teaching me immediately although he had been teaching me things of God even many years prior to this. Then on January 10, 1980, 
I was asleep in the night. A very loud trumpet-like voice sounded three words into my ear. Hartford, Seattle, KWJS. I jumped out of bed and wrote KWJS on a notepad beside my bed, not wanting to get those letters wrong. For it sounded to me like call letters for either radio or television. That same morning, I discovered these were call letters to a radio station. I said to God, are you telling me to go on radio? I wouldn't know how to do that. Immediately, the Holy Spirit said to me, call the radio station manager. I called the station manager that same day and said to him, God might be showing me to go on radio. How would you do that? The station manager said, make an audition tape 29 and a half minutes long. And if you fit our broadcasting, we will offer you a contract. I made a tape that same morning and sent it to the station manager at KWJS. They offered me a contract, and within five days, I was exhorting the church on Radio KWJS. Within a year, I was on radio from Hartford to Seattle as was spoken to me that night in 1980 with stations in New York City, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., Pittsburgh, Detroit, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Oklahoma City, Dallas-Fort Worth, Houston, Denver, Seattle, Eugene, Oregon, Bakersfield, California, and Los Angeles, and Phoenix, Arizona. I went into each of these cities for the next few years and had meetings at convention centers for the radio audience. God had taught me many things about following God by the Holy Spirit, so these were my primary messages during that period of time. On March 28, 2012, by a dream in the night, God showed me to start a blog. That blog has published daily since that time. The blog's name is Jesus Ministries Exhortations. Books are published on Amazon since 2015 under my name, Joan Boney. And in a dream given me February 2020, I was shown to start exhorting the church on podcast, which we did also. God moved me to Colorado Springs in February 2019 to live in the home of a member of the Body of Christ, Pam Paget, retired FedEx computer programmer. Pam has a spiritual gift of helps as per 1 Corinthians 12:28. Pam does all the technical work for books, blog, podcast, and Twitter. Recently, I considered that I might be of some help to church groups in this area, and I have a little time for which I could provide occasional exhortations on a monthly basis if you would find this helpful. The main messages God has given me at this point in time have to do with preparing yourselves for the return of Jesus, 
and also the apostate church of the end times according to the Bible. God has also taught me extensively in the area of being led by the Holy Spirit of God and recognizing the wisdom that is of God. If I can be of service to you or your group, you can contact me at the enclosed address. Sincerely in Christ, his servant, Joan Boney, Apostle and Prophet of Jesus Christ, according to Ephesians 4, verses 11 and 12. Available afternoons and evenings only. And that is the letter I sent to the pastors and elders of the churches in our neighborhood. I know I can't travel distances, but I believe I could hold up to limited number of speaking engagements at churches which are within a few miles of where we live. I've often wondered when ministers write to me and say they're going to travel all over the world and speak the gospel. I've often wondered, why don't you start where you are? With your neighbors, in your neighborhood, and just kind of branch out from there, unless you've had a word from God, like I did, telling me the names of those radio stations and those cities. But usually we speak where we are. I know I have many messages which would help newly born Christians. Messages such as living in peace. We're in such a terribly turbulent time of the world where sin is so rapid. To live in peace in the midst of that time is an extremely valuable message, which I would delight in sharing with the church. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And when you do this, the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. If only we can remember when a problem surfaces, stop and pray. For that connects us to God, and I believe that is the thing that makes us worthy to escape that which is coming upon this present earth in the end time. Thank you for allowing me to speak to you today.